All right, let's talk telecoms, shall we? Canada's industry minister has announced a slew of demands for telecommunications companies intended to improve the industry following the outage that we all know and don't love that happened on Friday. Francois-Philippe Champagne has given telecom companies 60 days, 60 days, I say, 60 days for a number of things to be done. Here's what the minister said that he told telecom executives. So what I demanded from them is that they enter into a formal agreement within 60 days, starting from today, to do three things. First, mutual assistance in case of outage so that it would be codified and that there would be clear protocol to do that. Uh, That would have emergency roaming. And and thirdly, that there would be a communication protocol uh, for the public and the authorities. And this is very much inspired about what the uh, United States just implemented uh, in terms of network resilience in case of disaster. Now, the minister says the outage was unacceptable and that this is just a first step. Mutual assistance. Hi, it's uh, Mr. Rogers on the phone. Mr. Bell, could you, could I borrow a cup of bandwidth, please? I'm, I'm fresh out. Is that actually going to work? Alex Pozatsky is the telecom reporter for The Globe and Mail. Welcome back to the program, Alex. Hey, always great to chat with you, Alan. Uh, great uh, story on the front page of the paper today, and you get right into it. Would this mutual assistance have actually helped on Friday? And my understanding is that unfortunately, because this was an issue with the core network at Rogers, um, there was almost nothing that other telecoms really could have done to help. And even having something like emergency roaming would not have helped because the core network was uh, so incapacitated. That's my understanding from talking to uh, several sources who are kind of familiar with, you know, how the networks work and the nature of the outage. How similar was this to a year ago when we had, what was it, Ericsson was performing some kind of upgrade? Again, it was an upgrade that knocked Rogers out a year ago. Was this somewhat the same? Always with the upgrades. Um, You know, the really big difference this time is that with the last outage, only wireless services were affected. And this time, uh, the internet was also affected. So, you know, the amount of uh, damage that this caused this time around was much greater. We saw 911 impacted. We saw the Interact debit system and e-transfers impacted. Um, You know, so uh, that's kind of the big difference from the last time around. Right. And now we have Interact saying, well, you know, we're going to have to come up with some kind of backup system in case this happens again. Do we have a sense that there will be really, you know, significant changes to the way the telecoms operate because of this? Well, I think this was really a big wake-up call for a lot of folks. I mean, for consumers, certainly to keep cash on hand was one of the lessons. But, you know, I don't know how we go through something like this as a society and don't, you know, make some changes uh, to, you know, how we do things. And, you know, we do have the minister meeting yesterday uh, via conference call with the CEOs of all of the big major wireless carriers and, you know, asking them to put in place this agreement. Now, while, while he did concede that this wouldn't have necessarily helped in the case of this particular outage, he rightly pointed out that we don't know what the nature of the next outage could be. And so, being more prepared is never a bad thing. But my understanding is that, although not formal, that there is this agreement already between the telecoms. It already exists. 
That's right. The one aspect, you know, that a lot of consumers felt that, uh, you know, Rogers could have handled better was the communications piece, that sort of third prong that Minister Champagne talked about. Um, my understanding is that the outage started very early in the morning, possibly as early as 2 a.m. And we didn't really see Rogers acknowledging the fact that, you know, there was a service interruption until many hours later. And even then throughout the day, there was, um, you know, limited communication in terms of what had caused the outage, which led to a lot of speculation among people that perhaps there was a uh, cyber attack going on. And so, you know, having a formalized communications protocol that requires companies to, you know, communicate with their customers throughout a crisis, um, I think is the one piece of this that really could uh, have made a difference. Well, you know, I have sympathy for Rogers executives. They had to go and find a cafe with Wi-Fi to be able to communicate. This is, that's tough <laughs> to do. That's, that's probably what happened, right? Uh, or perhaps, you know, uh, purchasing SIM cards that would have allowed them to communicate on other networks. <laughs> uh, Alex, we, we can't talk about this without talking about the proposed takeover of Rogers and Shaw. Does this derail that in your view? You know, Champagne was asked this yesterday. He is, of course, one of the two regulators who has yet to sign off on this deal. And his response was that he will still be evaluating, you know, that takeover on the basis of competition and affordability. Um, and uh, but, you know, obviously you have something like this happen it's hard to think that it wouldn't play into it on some level, but I also don't think that by any means it would be the only factor um, that would be taken into consideration. Because the competition bureau, which is currently saying, no, we have a problem with this deal. I mean, their issue is about competitiveness and uh, freedom mobile. And so that, that's kind of a separate issue, right? That's a separate deal altogether. Rogers has actually uh, struck a deal to sell Freedom Mobile to Quebecor, so they would not be acquiring Freedom Mobile. And so, you know, obviously their position is that this should remedy uh, the competitive concerns that the Competition Bureau has raised. So, um, yeah, I mean, it is it is a separate issue. I would I would agree with that. Alex, you must have been busy. I, I can't imagine what Friday must have been like for you just trying to cover this as it happened. Yeah, it was absolutely a long day. <laughs> Alex, appreciate your time. Please be well. Thanks so much. Always great to speak with you. That's Alex, Alex Pozatsky, who is the telecom reporter for the Globe and Mail.